from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. Welcome in, everyone. John Lee and Eddie in the morning here on Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, and 94.5 FM. Streaming online, iowacatholicradio.com, and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thank you for joining me today, Monday, August 24th. we got a jam-packed show for you today. Deacon Dave O'Brien coming up, Director of Pastoral Care at Mercy Medical Center. Going to talk about yesterday's gospel as we launch into the week. 7.15 today, Father P.J. McManus going to make his debut on his month segment here on the show. We're going to have Father PJ on once every month now, and I'm just really looking forward to it. Uh, going to be kind of like an RCIA for Catholics. Um, and we're going to really talk about some of the basics, but really get deep into the basics here of the faith. And uh, today we're going to talk about the power of confession. If you've seen Father PJ, uh, if you know Father PJ, you know that he really believes that this sacrament is a sacrament for our times. And uh, we're going to talk about why that is today at about 715. Uh, Megan Selwa, Channel 13 meteorologist, going to give us an extended outlook. I, I can probably do it for her in one word. Hot. So we'll see what uh, we'll see what else they uh, they throw in there for us today. Megan Selwa, Channel 13 meteorologist, will have that. And Michael Lichens at 745 today, editor of Catholic Exchange. Uh, he is the editor also of the Catholic Reader's Bible. We'll have that for you and uh, maybe something that you might want to take into your own home for your prayer life as you read sacred scripture as well. Mark Amadeo with your news and sports weather straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Selwa and your saint of the day. That'll do it. How about that for a Monday? Let's do it. Deacon Tony, we need two this. hours yeah, for all we that. We might. We might. Let's yeah. pray our morning offering. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now. News and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning, John. Boy, you have a loaded show on this Monday. That's what uh, they tell me. Here we go. My, my goodness. You don't forget today's the first day of school. Yes, yes it is. Yes, it is. So uh, everyone going back today. Catholic school's going back. My daughter's getting ready as we speak, whether she makes it in time for the first bell. Well, we'll find out when she approaches the halls of a Holy Trinity in Beaverdale. But yeah, first day of school and and thoughts and prayers to the teachers, the kids, and the faculty and staff at all the schools that are uh, welcoming the kids back and hopefully for the long term. That's that's the goal. And we'll just uh, we'll make sure we're praying for them today. Uh, we'll offer our second morning offering for all the kiddos and the parents sending their kids back to school today. That's a good thing to pray for. Absolutely. And uh, John, did you have a good weekend? It was a very warm weekend. It's going to be a warm week, it looks like, until about Friday. So how was your weekend? Well, I managed to put off uh, mowing my lawn until today. So, uh, you know, when that when that happens, that's always <laughs> it's always fun. But uh, yeah, no, it was a fine weekend. Uh, again, my, my sister's uh, stepson. 
I uh, went, went over to his little birthday party there. And, um, you know, my dad's got a little bit of pull with the Urbandale Fire Department as he was on there for so many years. And so the uh, fire truck and ambulance drove by with lights and sirens. And uh, so that was fun. Now, my, my sister <laughs> and brother-in-law just moved. So now that that happened, they pr- they haven't gotten to know their, their neighbors yet. And now they all hate them because of that. So <laughs> I can only imagine you got a fire truck and ambulance going down your, your street. Yeah. A blazing. But uh, now it was fun. They they all had a good time. That's great. Yeah, what a way to welcome to the neighborhood. Yep. Yeah, we got uh, both the fire engines and uh, ambulances going. Sure, what a way to... <laughs> <laughs> Introduce yourself to the neighborhood. Good good job. That's it. Good job. That's it. All right. Yeah, it's going to be a warm week. I know you're going to talk to Megan here at the bottom of the hour, but uh, her forecast, hot throughout the week. Mm-hmm. But the good news, it's like being in Vegas, John. You know, it's that, it's that dry heat. We're not going to have the humidity that usually comes along with this, and we're going to be about 15 degrees warmer than we should be this time of year. So we've got to remember... Yesterday would have been the last day of the Iowa State Fair, so this is typical weather for us, but uh, it's going to be a hot week this week. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. All right, well, let's get to it. I know you're going to pick the you pick the warmest day of the year to uh, mow your lawn. Do it about uh, four, <laughs> three, four o'clock in the afternoon, John. Oh, it's yeah. It's going to be about near 100. So. Yeah, I'll put some yeah. sunscreen right That'd on top of my head. That's That's the key for me. Well, they they do make hats, and I have an extra Dowling hat if That's you need true. one, or or an Iowa hat if you'd like to wear yeah. a Hawkeye hat. Yeah, I got my Cubs you know, hat going. Something to help you out. Okay, well, that'll have to do, I guess. Yeah. Right, right now from the WHO TV 13 weather desk, meteorologist Megan Selwa. Currently in Des Moines at the Mercy One Studios, we have hazy skies, otherwise clear, but the, uh, the fires from the... Uh, uh, out west in California, that smoke getting into central Iowa the, all this week. And uh, we have 72 degrees, a south wind at 5 miles per hour, the humidity up there at 84%. Today we'll see hazy and smoky skies is what they're calling it. Uh, very hot, a high of 98 degrees, southwest winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, uh, overnight low of 71 degrees under hazy skies. And then tomorrow, mostly sunny, hot, hazy, high of 97 degrees for your Wednesday. And that will be the case Wednesday uh, Thursday, and then, of course, Friday, football Friday, cooler with a chance of rain, a high of 9 degrees by the time we reach uh, kickoff Friday night. Well, in the news on this uh, Monday morning, uh, the number of ongoing unemployment claims in the state of Iowa dropped by just over 11,000 last week, and overall those claims fell before below rather 100,000 for the first time since April 11th. Now, first-time unemployment claims fell by more than 1,000 and are at their lowest level since the coronavirus pandemic hit. They are now at uh, 5,282, with the majority of them coming from manufacturing. It's the fourth straight week where overall unemployment claims dropped. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Yesterday's Major League Baseball scoreboard, some of the Midwest teams involved. Well, the Cubs salvaged uh, one win over the weekend over the, their arch rival White Sox. Cubs beat the White Sox 2-1 to one at Wrigley Field. White Sox won 2-3 of three over the weekend against the Cubs. And uh, in the National League, St. Louis defeated Cincinnati 6-2, to so the Cubs lead the Cardinals by three games beginning this week in the National League Central. Pittsburgh down Milwaukee 5-4. to In the American League, Minnesota down Kansas City 5-4, to while Detroit defeated Cleveland 7-4. to And we're just four days away from the opening night of the high school football season here on Iowa Catholic Radio for the 44th consecutive season. Iowa Catholic Radio will be broadcasting Dowling Catholic High School football 
Maroons are the seven-time defending champions in Class 4A. And the opening night is this Friday night, August 28th, Dowling at Indianola. Pre-game coverage begins at 6.30, kickoff 7 o'clock. We'll be broadcasting from the uh, Indianola Football Stadium at their middle school. And the complete Dowling Catholic football schedule is now listed online at iowacatholicradio.com. And that will be under the Dowling Catholic Sports On Air tab. Once again, for the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, we have hazy skies, 72 degrees, a south wind at 5 miles per hour, the humidity up there at 84%. This might be the hottest day of the year. Today we'll see hazy skies, hot, high of 98 degrees, with southwest winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Monday morning, John Leonetti Show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. No accidents report so far this morning and no major delays, just lots of construction to be aware of. So follow posted detours and expect a few lanes that are reduction in lanes. So just be careful while you're out and about today. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. And so I say to you, you are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church. Let's go to Deacon Dave O'Brien. Oh, no. <laughs> nope. <laughs> That's all right. We can go to him without the music. There we go. I don't like going to him without the music. You know that. I mean, you know, you got to get the dance going. There we go. Deacon Dave, what's going on? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How are you? I'm doing just fine this morning, my friend. Uh, coming off of a good weekend, hopefully for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. Good. Same old, same old. Yeah, I know. It's the kind of the the name of the game right now, huh? Same old, same old. Uh, this I'm not is mow my lawn today. No yeah, way. I know, I know. That, that, that's me though. Uh, Gospel Matthew sixteen thirteen to twenty. Yesterday, it all comes back to this, doesn't it? it? You know, John, it really does. I mean, it's it's the one that really, you know, you either are for God or you're against Him, right here. I mean, it's this is what's going. On. In fact, you see it even today, right? Anti-authority. That's exactly what this is. And, you know, I've always taught in the classroom, John, I know I keep bringing that up, it's, it's saying, you know, is there a God is, or isn't there? If there is a God, then there's somebody who can tell you what to do, right? Mm-hmm. And we can, he gives us as much freedom as he possibly can, but understand, he gives us some guidelines to that freedom, and here it is, right? The authority of the Church. Yeah, and, and again, as we said, it really does come down to this, because this is where he he begins, right here, he begins building his church on this rock, which is Peter. Um, right. And, you know, the other apostles would have understood this, and we know they did understand this, because this authority carries over into Acts of the Apostles. Who do they look to uh, for, uh, you know, in, in following Christ? They look to Peter. Here uh, and this might have even been a little bit of the rift between Paul and Peter. You never know. Maybe this was the thorn in Paul's side that he talks about that he never really gives away. You know, why wasn't I the guy? 
But uh, at the same time, you even see Paul, even in the tiffs that they get in with Peter, um, that, that Paul, at the end of the day, submits himself to the chair of Peter. He submits himself to Peter himself as the authority of the church. And that lineage passed on all the way now to Francis. Yeah, and, and here's the thing, John, that you go back to that time and what the early fathers understood. You know, no mere man, no flesh, right, has taught you this, Peter. When he said, you are the Messiah, son of the living God, see, no mere flesh. And the, and the apostles would have heard that. They would have all understood the power that was given to Peter at that point, right there, hmm. because it didn't come from Peter. It came from God, right? And people people seem to blow over that statement. It's, you know, no mere flesh, no mere man has taught this to you, Pete. It's coming from my Heavenly Father, who has acknowledged that I am the living God. Yeah, and I think it's important that you say this, because again, as you've been uh, alluding to, this authority that comes from Peter, that comes from the Holy Fathers, uh, on down the line, all the way from Peter to 366 uh, popes later to Pope Francis, that we see this authority of God here and, uh, and, and on full display for the world. It, it's, again, I, I've said it before, but I'll keep saying it. It's one of the, one of the big reasons I'm Catholic right here uh, in the lineage of the, of the papacy. Well, yeah, I, you know, I, even some of my Protestant brothers and sisters, and I work with some of them, you know, pretty closely here, it would say, you know, uh, I admire the centrality of the Catholic faith, right? I admire that sense that you have this immediate authority, right, that spreads out throughout the world, that you're all there, all trying to, all trying to get to God, and, and what the sense, uh, you know, what salvation is all about. We're all trying to get there. The centrality of what this is, mm-hmm. is, is, is really key. Father Fleming uh, just knocked it out of the park again with his homily yesterday, but, uh, you know, he talked about uh, right here, we find the one holy Catholic and apostolic church, the oneness of the Catholic church, the holiness of the Catholic church, because it's not dependent on us. It's the Holy Spirit uh, that, that uh, Christ Jesus gives to us to guide us along the way. The Catholic, of course, the universality of the Church, and uh, the apostolic. It comes from the apostles. It comes from Peter himself here as Christ Jesus builds upon them. So just a a beautiful gospel and one of those, again, that uh, uh, highlights for us a big reason for us uh, as as Catholics and where we come back to the uh, our, our Church. Uh, Deacon Dave O'Brien, would you give us your blessing today? Certainly will. Loving and gracious God, that we can continue to always follow the authority of God as it's carried out through His Church, mm. the rock that keeps us. We ask for this blessing in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen, Deacon Dave O'Brien. Have a great week, Deacon. Thank you. All right, talk to you soon. Uh, coming up right after this, Father P.J. McManus, a new monthly segment on with Father P.J., going to talk about the power of confession. Kind of an RCIA for Catholics is what this segment's going to be. Looking forward to talking to Father P.J. right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Leonetti in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks to Dean Bell for underwriting the show. 963-4494 Residential Reroofs Light Commercial Jobs. Dean prides himself in working with his customers on a personal basis. He's not sending other people out to your home. He's there. He's making sure everything's done and done to your satisfaction. Bell Construction, residential re-roofs, 30 years, 963-4494.
Thank you, Caldwell Parish, for underwriting Iowa Catholic Radio. Conform to the wishes of the deceased and to Catholic liturgical burial traditions. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. CaldwellParish.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the Morning is provided by Blessman International. According to a 2019 Global Food Security Report, more than 820 million people in the world are hungry today. None of us can help all of them. Most of us can help one, one child. Your gift of $1 a day through Blessman International provides a child in South Africa with a daily hot meal, place of safety, educational experience, and spiritual development. To get started, go to BlessmanInternational.org and click Sponsor a Child. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Thank you, Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, for underwriting Catholic Women Now. As an authorized independent agent, Cindy's team can provide health insurance options from Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. Cindy Schulte at 1315 50th Street in West Des Moines or on the web at cindyschulte.com. 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa is an independent licensee of the Blue Cross Blue Shield Association. Products available at Farm Bureau Financial Services. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools and 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org. This is David Anders from Called to Communion. The COVID-19 situation has affected us all. The fact that the gospel message goes out over these airwaves is more important than ever. We need your help to make sure this vital missionary work continues. Because of your support, lives are being changed. No gift is too small. Together, we can make a difference. Please make a donation today. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. Oh God, you my deliverer. Thanks for being a part of the show today. And a big thanks to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. Quality, no, not just the customer service. Commitment to the quality of workmanship and to the materials and equipment used, next to none. Originally founded 1999, 20 years in business, goldenrulephc.com. That's goldenrulephc.com. Father PJ McManus makes his debut on the show. Hello, Father. Hello, John. Good morning to you. We're going to talk. Uh, this is kind of going to be an RCIA for Catholics, this monthly segment that we've got Father PJ on with us. And we're going to start with some of the basics, but go a little bit deeper in the basics than normal. Um, lines, when it comes to confession, uh, during this time, <laughs> I'll tell you what, you got them going around the building, man, at, at Christ the King. So we really, uh, we've been fortunate. Uh, since be- Even before the pandemic, we'd started daily confessions here at Christ the King. At various times during the shutdown, um, this was one of the, the few places people were coming regularly. We had a, a drive-up window, basically. Nice. Um, but the uh, but the situation last week was like nothing I've ever seen. We had three nights, more than two and a half hours, and two priests hearing for a good portion of that. What do you, why do you think that is? 
You know, I think people, um, I, I think one effect of the shutdown is that sitting with yourself, people have become more introspective. They've started to think differently about things. Um, people are working out old stuff or they're, or they're really convinced now. People that were kind of lukewarm before are convinced that they, uh, they really need to take this seriously. I think another, another thing that often happens is that people um, uh, right now, because of the, the, the way the pandemic was handled, people are just angry. Hmm. They're angry at the government. They're angry at the church. They're angry at each other. And, and they intuit that anger isn't healthy, but they don't quite know what to do with it. So they try and bring it to God and see if we can't accomplish some healing. This is the place to bring it to God, confession. Um, let's just go back to the, the basics of this whole thing. Um, Jesus gives us this sacrament. This sacrament is, is one that is one of the most powerful sacraments, I believe the second most powerful sacrament uh, to, to the Blessed Sacrament. Uh, and why, why do we need it, especially today? So, you know, in, in the ordering of the, the, the power of the sacraments or their fruits, this can become almost like, you know, Comic-Con or something where you're, you're waging a fourth-level wizard against each other or something. But the, but the move here, right, is that what confession does is it restores to the soul that original grace of baptism. So baptism changes everything inside us. We become adopted into God's own household and, and by sanctifying grace come to share in his life. And when we sin, especially when we sin very seriously, um, that grace is, is diminished or eliminated. And so we need, to, we need to find a way back into God's household. Um, so every confession is really a sort of reenactment of the parable of the prodigal son, where the, the, the child, uh, the son or daughter, comes uh, beseeching the father's mercy and winds up being given not, not just reconciled to the state of things before, but better than they could have ever imagined. You know, God bless my uh, grandmother. When she was uh, in her 90s, I remember saying to her, Grandma, when was the last time you went to confession? And she said, oh, I haven't been for a long time. And I said, well, Grandma, let's go together. And she said, well, I haven't killed anybody. Uh, you, what do you say to someone that says, you know, I don't need it. I'm a good person. You know, I, of course, I mess up every once in a while, but I'll just keep it between me and God. Uh, look harder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I, uh, so, so we do have a, a very great problem um, culturally today where people are disinclined to take responsibility for their own behavior. I have to work, especially on children, um, to be able to use um, to, to be able to use the first person singular pronoun when they say their sins. So, you know, I told a lie, hmm. I hit my sister, whatever that kind of thing. Because the tendency is to is to remove remove ourselves from the activity. Um, you know, um, I, I sometimes I don't always tell the truth. Sometimes I might be kind of mean to my sister. You see the difference? Yeah. So. So and, and it's not only kids, but um, I but I think that something has shifted because my, my experience of childhood was very different than that. We at least knew when we screwed up that it was us who who'd made the mistake. Um, I think you know for the person who's who thinks they're basically okay and they don't understand the fruit of this, they're simply missing out on sort of the the structure of the faith as presented by the Lord through the Church. The the, the ordinary expectation here, right, is regular communion and confession. And uh, a major portion of that, right, is so that if you confess regularly, especially to the same confessor, the same spiritual father, um, then he can help you track your behavior and you can see actual improvement. If you only ever go to confession once a year, I don't know how you'd ever get better at anything. Mm -hmm. I can't remember what I had for breakfast. And so, but if you go regularly, something more like once a month, you keep little little kind of prayer journal where you note your sins and also your where you're growing, and you're able to share that with your spiritual father, and he can give you a sense of focus and direction. But why a priest? Why can't I just go straight to God? Because Christ chose to mediate himself through other people. Um, and so, and, and this is true, like, 
across the board. Priests specifically, because uh, priests, really because of their connection to the bishops, are the ones that have uh, been given the authority to find and loose, as we heard in the Gospel yesterday. So that, so that Christ empowers the apostles um, on that uh, first Easter Sunday night when he breathes on them, receive the Holy Spirit, who sins you forgive or forgive them, who sins you retain or retain, and that power is meted out to the bishops of the Church, who are the first ministers of reconciliation, the first, uh, the, the, the first uh, dispensers of forgiveness in that way, and who share that out with their priests, who are their co-workers, um, and because uh, confession doesn't only reconcile us to the Father, it reconciles us to each other, um, and specifically to the Church. So it has to be an official representative of the Church, that is, the head of the Church, the local Church, the priest or the bishop who can do it. How often should one go? <clears throat> you know, that's a... I don't know, <laughs> is the honest answer to that one. It, it, it genuinely depends on where you're at. Uh, I've had, and I, I, I suspect you have too, John, um, times in my life where confession has been very frequent, more than once a week. I've had other times where, um, you know, every, every couple weeks or once a month. I don't know that I've had a stretch of longer than a month. But, um, but I, I tell people, when people ask me this question usually, I say, most people should aim for every four to six weeks. Mm-hmm. If you go beyond that six-week mark, it becomes very hard to keep track of what's happened. And, and, and so that the, 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 the benefit of spiritual growth and ongoing conversion can be really minimized because you just don't know what's going on, right? Um, uh, if you go too frequently, and it can happen, uh, you know, some of our, our listeners very likely suffer from scrupulosity, um, a sort of over-attachment to or, or, or like thinking about too much their sins, um, then you can mess yourself up. That's fair enough. But, uh, but, but a good confessor will help you figure that out. If you're coming too frequently, the priest will eventually just say, you need to cut this out and come once a week or once every other week or something like that. How important is the penance that's given from the priest? So um, the penance sort of has objective value by itself because the priest is the one who's been given the authority to bind and loose. And so so the penance that you make, the act of satisfaction, is an an integral part of the sacrament. That's why you're supposed to do it. Um, But it, it also is very dependent on, you know, you and the priest. Like, if you've been sufficiently open with the priest, with what you've done, then he should be able to assign a penance to you that is not simply sort of pro forma, but that really cuts at the heart of, uh, of what it is that you're struggling with. Now, sometimes people will mistake, they'll, they'll, they'll hear, um, you know, to our fathers and three Hail Marys or something like that and think that it's lightsome. If you scratch underneath the surface there, there's often something much more profound happening. So very often, um, when people are having uh, family problems, I'll assign one decade of the rosary, but I'll tell them to offer the mystery of the nativity and to do it before an image of the nativity. And the reason I have them do that is because in the nativity, we see the holy family. And every family is called to be a holy family, not necessarily a perfect family, but a, but a holy family. Well, so that's a lot different. But it's not necessarily... Like, materially, it doesn't look very different than a couple of our fathers and a couple of Hail Mary. So it's, it's all about kind of focus and direction. And what do you say to someone that finally uh, says, I, you know, I've been away for 10, 20, 30, maybe even longer uh, years. I, I don't know where to start. I'm embarrassed about it. I, I don't, you know, I don't know if I should even go back. You know, um, I, I, t- I was on vacation and retreat back in August, and um and uh, while I was away, one of the guys filling in for me had somebody who was away for 70 years. That's awesome. They so, came back. Um, awesome. And they came back. 
So, so, so what I'd say to the person is just come back. Now, don't, I will say, um, uh, and especially if anybody listening happens to hear this, if you've been away for a substantial period of time, um, like certainly more than 10 years, don't just show up in the confession line on a Saturday afternoon or whatever. That, that's, that, makes, that puts the priest in a very difficult position because you've got a lot to try and sort out and in not very long period of time. Sure. So it's, it's, it's a much better situation to call and make an appointment. And, it, you know, if, if you don't want to call and make an appointment with your parish priest because you're anxious about saying, I haven't had a confession in 10 years, that's fine. Call me over here. Yeah. Or, or call, you know, one of the other guys in town. But don't, um, don't, th- th- that is, th- there is a kind of problem with confessional etiquette in that, and this is part of what we're struggling with over here, is people know that we're available and they know that, well, we'll give you more than two minutes, but I do try and keep it, you know, certainly under seven, yeah. um, just to be respectful of the other people that are that are in the line. That's important. Father P.J. McManus, this is going to be a great segment, monthly segment. Just boom, boom, boom. Shots uh, going at him, and he's just knocking them all down. Uh, Father P.J., would you give us your blessing this morning? The peace and blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down upon you and remain with you forever. Amen. Father P.J., thanks for coming on. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, John. All right, that's Father P.J. McManus, pastor of Christ the King Catholic Church. Good stuff this morning. Wow, that was awesome. Megan Selwa, Channel 13 Meteorologist. Hi, Megan. Good morning. How are you? Good morning to you. Doing just fine. It's going to be hot. Yes. All week, the heat is on. This uh, may shape up to be our hottest week of the summer after such a couple of nice weeks for early August, mm-hmm. and we were only in the 80s. I it's to, already warm. I have to say we were having ice cream two nights ago on our uh, deck, and yes. uh, my five-year-old daughter says, Dad, she says, um, do the weather people, do they make the weather? And I said, <laughs> uh, no. I said, they don't make the weather. They just report the weather. And she said, well, then why are they always right? And I said, uh, wow, you might be the only person that is the biggest fan of a meteorologist there, huh? So you got a fan. You got one, Megan. I know. I've got one fan. Yeah, I hear the opposite quite frequently, right. actually. <laughs> there's a lot of jokes with that, huh? I know, right? There's, yeah. there's a, a lot of uh, uncertainty when it comes to the weather, for sure. But we try to do our best. And I think this week we should be, it should be pretty easy because there's not many changes happening pretty much straightforward. We're already warm in the low 70s right now. And by this afternoon, we are going to be around 94 degrees Ooh. for your high. You know, once you get above 90 at all, whatever the exact degree mark right. is, it all pretty much feels the same. Skies will be sunny today, and we'll have very light southwest winds. Tonight, mostly clear skies, a low about 71 degrees. Tomorrow, more sunshine, a high of 96. A southwest wind, a little breezier, about six to or 5 to 15 miles per hour. And it would go on this Wednesday, sunny, high of 95 degrees. And then on Thursday, sunny, high of 94 degrees. Now, the one thing we do, well, going for us in a sense is the humidity is not all that high. And so we should feel pretty close to what the actual air temperature is instead of, like, dealing with extreme heat index values in the 100s. So that is one positive. But it also allows those numbers to get a little higher up in that 96, 97 range potentially. Friday, we will have mostly sunny skies. There is a slight chance of some showers and thunderstorms. There's a front moving through on Friday. Temperatures will drop to a high of about 89 degrees. Saturday, mostly sunny with a high of 82. That will be really nice. 
And on Sunday, partly cloudy, and there is a slight chance of a shower thunderstorm on Sunday with a high of 81. But again, we will need the rain, so that will be a good thing as well. Yeah, it should cool down a little bit over the weekend from what I hear from you. And yes. we'll bear through uh, this week. Megan Sowa, yes. uh, TV 13 meteorologist. Talk to you soon, Megan. Have a great week. All right, you as well. Coming up at second half hour, friends, Michael Litchens is going to be on. He's the editor of Catholic Exchange, and we're going to be talking about the new Catholic Reader's Bible. So uh, if you are, this is from Sophia Institute. If you're one that um, doesn't pray frequently with sacred scripture, you just don't know where to start, this is going to be a good resource for you. Michael Litchens coming up in about 745 today. Joe Stopulos as well, going to preview what he's got going on. Jam-packed show this Monday, August 24th. John Lena in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you for being a part of the show today. And thank you to Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for underwriting the show. A Catholic veteran-owned family. And I'll tell you what, they've been with us now just about a year and we can't thank them enough for what they provide for us here at Iowa Catholic Radio. A wide range of high-quality hardscape services, paver patios, sidewalks, retaining walls, premium boulder walls, window wells, and more. 493-1060, fivesonsnaturescapes.com. That's 493-1060, fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Father Andrew now with today's Gospel and Reflection. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Philip found Nathanael and told him, We have found the one about whom Moses wrote in the law, and also the prophets, Jesus, son of Joseph, from Nazareth. But Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come from Nazareth? Philip said to him, Come to see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said of him, Here is a true child of Israel. There is no duplicity in him. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? Jesus answered and said to him, Before Philip called you, I saw you under the fig tree. Nathanael answered him, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus answered and said to him, Do you believe because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than this. And he said to him, Amen, amen, I say to you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. The Gospel of the Lord Notice how quickly Nathaniel's doubt-ridden comment turns into a confession of Jesus' identity. It's an indication of how quickly faith can sprout in someone and turn from a doubter to a disciple of Jesus. This faith is what allows us to see him as the ladder upon which the angels ascend and descend, as the bridge between this life and the one to come. At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePHD.com. Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Thank you to Bozen the Florist for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio, Dowling Catholic Football, and Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio. What better way to send a message to a friend or a loved one than a beautiful bouquet of fresh-cut flowers? Hey, this is Tom Bozen from Bozen the Florist. Our family business has been helping Central Iowans send messages locally and around the world for almost 100 years. Whatever the occasion, whatever the message, we can help you say more with Bozen. That's 244-ROSE, 244-7673, or visit us at bozen.com.
We believe in God the Father. We believe in Jesus Christ. We believe in the Holy Spirit. Oh, it's Monday. Here we go. Joe Stopulus coming up here soon. Going to preview what he's got coming up on Man Up. Michael Litchens is going to be on to talk about the new Catholic Reader's Bible. You might find this Bible interesting. They've really taken out uh, a lot of the section heads, the comments, references, footnotes, verse numbers, all of it. They've taken all of that out to make it a little bit more readable. Uh, so I, th- this will be interesting. I think you're going to enjoy this. We'll have Michael Litchens to come on to talk all about it. He's an editor at Catholic Exchange. All right, as all the kids and the teachers and the parents send their kids back to school, we're going to offer today our morning offering for the safety of all of them, uh, for wisdom to be a part of this school year for them, and we ask the intercession of St. Thomas Aquinas to pray for them as we offer our morning offering and all of them to our Lord. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Mark Amadeo, now news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Well, good, sir. Well, good morning, John. Happy Monday to you. A very warm uh, week in store. And as you mentioned, the first day of school. Kids going back in person today for most of the Catholic schools here in central Iowa. Here it is. The time has arrived. Yeah, that is. She's uh, she's up there pacing right now. My daughter getting ready to uh, being dropped off at Holy <laughs> Trinity. Looking forward to that, and I think looking forward just to seeing her classmates yeah. uh, all all together. That'd be even better in a very safe uh, uh, environment, and that's what uh, we ex- we're, we're expecting, and it's going to happen, and hopefully it will happen and continue to happen. Yeah, that's the goal. That's the goal. And, uh, you know, I, I'm excited, too, because we, we get a little bit more listenership now uh, as the school year comes on because people listening, I hear it from a lot of people. You know, I don't, I'm not able to listen during the summer as much because I'm not in the car early morning, but uh, when they're taking their kids or grandkids to school, they're able to listen a little bit more. So welcome back, everyone. Oh, so that's what your listeners are derived from. Uh, they're they're the, the car moms and dads that just you know they jockey kids back and forth to school and daycare and whatnot. Oh, I hear a few of them focusing on. I I didn't realize that. Yeah, a few of them have told me. So um, they're back. <laughs> Apparently, well, at least today's the first day. And uh, as you mentioned earlier, our hats off to our, our teachers and, and staff and uh, even the coaches that have been out. We've had a lot of preseason practices going on for all sports here in the fall. They've been going at it uh, since uh, uh, early, late July, early August. So uh, hats off to them and uh, trying to keep the kids safe and themselves safe in this uh, interesting days that we're upon right now. Well, as you just heard, our prayers are with you. Absolutely. Well, the other thing is stay cool. Cause I know a lot of schools are going to do a lot of out, a lot more outdoor activities. This could be a very hot week. I wish we would have had last week's yeah. uh, weather, like you uh, were visiting with Megan earlier. But it's going to be a very hot week this week. So hydrate everyone. That's that's the key right there. Get those water bottles. Yeah, my daughter just got done putting ice and water in hers, and uh, she's ready for the day because they'll be outdoors uh, parts of their day. So uh, keep that in mind with the teachers and the students and the staff. We want to keep them in our prayers and in our minds. Indeed they are. 
All right, let's get right to it this morning from the WHO-TV 13 Weather Desk. Meteorologist Megan Selwa currently in Des Moines on this first day of school in the Mercy One Studios. We have hazy conditions. Uh, we do have some of those uh, smoke from those wildfires out west being a part of our weather here this week, too. Uh, 72 degrees right now, south wind at 5 miles per hour. The humidity up there at 84%. Today, the hazy, smoky skies will give way to hot weather. High of 98 degrees here on this, two, on this Monday morning. Southwest wind at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, hazy skies, overnight low of 71 degrees. Then tomorrow for your Tuesday, mostly sunny, hot and hazy again, high of 97 degrees. And that will continue throughout the week. Wednesday and Thursday, more of the same, high in the mid to upper 90s. And on Friday, we could see a chance of rain, a high of 9 degrees as cooler weather moves in for this weekend. Well, in the news on this uh, Monday morning, the uh, number of ongoing unemployment claims in the state of Iowa dropped by just over 11,000 last week. And over Overall, those claims fell below 100,000 for the first time since April 11th. Now, first-time unemployment claims uh, fell by more than 1,000 or at their lowest level since the coronavirus pandemic hit. Uh, They are now at uh, just over 5,200, with the majority of them coming from manufacturing. Now, this is the fourth straight week where overall unemployment claims have dropped. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. And yesterday in Major League Baseball, some of the Midwest teams involved with the Major League Baseball scoreboard in interleague play. The Cubs down the White Sox 2-1 to at Wrigley Field. The White Sox did win two of the three games over the weekend. In National League play, St. Louis Cardinals defeated the Cincinnati Reds 6-2, to so the Cubs now lead the Cardinals by three games in the National League Central beginning this week. Pittsburgh down Milwaukee 5-4. to In the American League, Minnesota Twins remain in first place. They defeated Kansas City 5-4, to while the Detroit Tigers defeated Cleveland 7-4. to We are just four days away from the opening night of the high school football season, and for the 44th consecutive season, Iowa Catholic Radio will be broadcasting Dowling Catholic High School football. The Maroons are the seven-time defending Class 4A champs, and the opening night is this Friday night, August 28th, Dowling at Indianola. Our pregame coverage begins at 6.30, kickoff at 7 o'clock, and we'll be broadcasting from the Indianola Football Stadium, located right behind their middle school in Indianola. And for the complete Dowling Catholic football schedule, that is listed online at iowacatholicradio.com. Just click on the Dallin Catholic Sports On Air tab. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines on the first day of school, hazy skies, 72 degrees, a south wind at 5 miles per hour, the humidity up there at 84%. And today we'll see hazy skies, uh, hot and uh, very warm, 98 degrees for the high today with southwest winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Monday morning, John Leonetti Show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson. And he has your morning trap report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Still accident-free as we continue with that drive this morning. Again, lots of construction to be on the lookout for today. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your saint of the day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. One of my favorite saints, 
in the Catholic Church is today's top 10 for me, even though we know almost nothing about him, St. Bartholomew, one of Jesus's original 12 apostles. Again, despite this, the Gospels reveal almost nothing about him under that name. Many scripture scholars suggest he was also known under the name Nathaniel. John's Gospel records Nathaniel's call, and Jesus pays him a true compliment. Here is a true Israelite. In him, there is no duplicity. We are confronted again with the fact that we don't know a lot about the 12 apostles. The unknown ones were also foundation stones, the 12 pillars of the new Israel. Their personalities were secondary to their great office of bearing tradition from their firsthand experience, speaking in the name of Jesus, putting the word made flesh into human words for the enlightenment of the world. Their holiness was a gift that they had to share with others. I remember when I went to Rome, Uh, This was a number of years ago, the first time I was ever there, and I was staring up in St. John Lateran, my favorite of the basilicas, and and I look and see these pillars, giant figures of marble. They're, of course, the 12 apostles. And I'm standing in front of one, and I don't quite can't make out what it is. It looks like he's kind of holding onto a blanket. What I realize is it was St. Bartholomew. He was holding a knife as he was skinned alive, depicted with his skin draped over His arms is sort of an offering to God. That's one thing we know about him. He died for our Lord. We ask today, St. Bartholomew, to pray for us. Amen. And thank you to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, for underwriting our saint of the day, a family man that knows how important wills and estate planning is. 224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Joe Stopulus, host of Man Up here in Iowa Catholic Radio. Hello, sir. Mr. Leonetti, good morning, sir. Good morning to you. What have we got coming up on your show? Excited about today's show. Mr. Now Deacon Reed Flood, uh, great, holy man of God. I, this guy is just such a rock star. Um, I consider him a friend of mine as well. And you know, one of the things, John, that I think about a lot is that the word discernment is thrown around a lot, especially when it comes to, to people discerning vocations. But I think it's unfortunately, A, not done very much, and then B, it, it tends to be given up after people have, quote-unquote, made their discernment. If I become a married man, I stop discerning. Well, I think God's always calling us to discern his will in our life, in all aspects of our life. And so I'm going to have Reed on, and then we're going to have actually Max Carson on next week to talk about their discernment process. So not yes, in, in regards to their call to the priesthood, but then furthermore, just what it looks like in daily life. What are some tangible things we could do uh, to discern? I think these guys are in the middle of it, right? They've spent the last seven years discerning their calls. Uh, and so what can we learn from those guys uh, as we, in our own lives, make discernment to how God's calling us? That's going to be a good one. I promise you that. Discernment, that is a key, as you said, to daily living. And as you also said, it can be easy for us just to think, well, I found my vocation. I'm done with that. Mm-mm. Uh, our Lord calls us into it daily. Uh, Joe Stopulus, host of Man Up. That's going to be coming on at 9 o'clock in the morning. Uh, also, you can check it out on podcasts at iowacatholicradio.com. They are all there. Talk to you soon, brother. Have a good one, John. All right, coming up right after this, friends, Michael Lichens is going to be on the editor of Catholic Exchange, the new Catholic Reader's Bible. This is really an interesting uh, text that they did. I mean, you talk about really kind of uh, clarifying everything. They've taken out all the references, all the verse numbers, all the section heads, all the comments, all the footnotes, everything that sometimes they say can clutter the Bible. Catholic Reader's Bible right after this. We'll talk to him why they did this and how you can get a copy of one. Don't go anywhere. John Lee Nettie in the morning right here on this Monday, August 24th. Thanks for being a part of the show.
And thanks to Blessman International for underwriting the show. You know, every year they bring out a ton of people to travel to South Africa with them to be able to help the children and families that are there. Of course, they haven't been able to do it for the last many months, but they're getting back to it now. Of course, the families, many of those there in Limpopo, South Africa, still struggling. But Dr. Jim and Beth Blessman know they are there to serve, and they're bringing over missionary teams to do just that. BlessmanInternational.org. Thank you again for underwriting the show. That is BlessmanInternational.org. Your Diocesan Minute is right now. This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines for Monday, August 24th. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. Congratulations to Father Philip Bampong. Father celebrated the anniversary of his ordination to priesthood yesterday. Father Philip served St. John Parish in Greenfield and St. Patrick Parish in Messina. Thank you for answering your vocation call. The Christ Your Life Catholic Conference is coming up in late September. You can be a part of this special event by either going in person or live streaming. Tickets are available for both. To abide by public health and safety precautions, masks will be mandatory in all common areas, such as entering and exiting the building, in adoration and confession, while visiting exhibitors, restrooms, and concession stands. Go to ChristOurLifeIowa.com for details. Today is a meeting of the third option. If you're looking to enrich your marriage and develop better understanding, sensitivity, and trust, check it out. The group will be at All Saints Parish in Des Moines beginning at 7 o'clock tonight. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Metro-Collins. You can enjoy positive and inspiring music to help you through your day on the Iowa Catholic Radio app and iowacatholicradio.com. I don't see, I still Thank you, Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, for underwriting Catholic Women Now. As an authorized independent agent, Cindy's team can provide health insurance options from Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. Cindy Schulte at 1315 50th Street in West Des Moines or on the web at cindyschulte.com. 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa is an independent licensee of the Blue Cross Blue Shield Association. Products available at Farm Bureau Financial Services. Thank you, Caldwell Parish, for underwriting Iowa Catholic Radio. Conform to the wishes of the deceased and to Catholic liturgical burial traditions. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. CaldwellParish.com Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. train is going Editor of Catholic Exchange, Michael Litchens, joins me here to talk about the Catholic Reader's Bible. Hey, Michael. Good morning. How are you all doing, doing in Iowa? Just fine this morning. Um, no verses, no verse numbers, no section heads, no comments, no references, footnotes, all of that you've taken out of this. Yeah, but all that we've taken out to refocus, so it's definitely, as you noted, it's really strange when you first pop it open and you're going, what? It looks like just a regular novel yeah. until you read, and then it's familiar, but also a new way of approaching it. Now, wh- when did, who came up with this? This was actually in a project that was taken on by Bishop Chonler, who wanted to take the Dewey Reams Bible and present it in a way that was more readable, uh, 
readable for people who are trying to reapproach the Bible or approaching it the first time and trying to do it by by verse in uh, chapter number was a little strange to people. And sometimes we forget those were added in later. No yeah. one was writing verses and chapter notes in there when they were writing the Bible. Yeah, this, so that's a, go, oh, ahead. go ahead. No, I was going to say, this is how the early Christians read the Bible. Exactly. Or they would, they either had to, if they could read, that's how they would read the Bible. But a lot of times they were just hearing someone else reading it to them. And so this is a way to kind of reapproach that old way of, like, even down to how we organize the format and included the Gospels and the Acts of the Apostles. is very reminiscent of even Renaissance and medieval prayer, uh, prayer books and readers' Bibles. How should one approach this? I mean, do they just open it up kind of like you said, a novel, and read from cover to cover? Or, or what, would you, what would you say? I would absolutely—that's a great way to start doing it, but I strongly recommend people to check out the— notes and the introductions in the beginning i'm one of those people that always skips the intros and the remarks from the translator this time i really strongly suggest folks do especially we put in a some wise words from pope benedict the 15th who well he was ruled uh he was pope during a time that's going to seem very familiar to all of us when there was a worldwide pandemic Mm. the world was on the verge of war and he gave instructions for how to read scripture and I think those words are very enlightening. How can people get this? They can find it at sophieinstitute.com, their local Catholic bookstore, or even Barnes & Noble and Amazon. Yeah, you go to Divine Treasures, friends. If they don't have it there, they'll order it for you. Catholic Reader's Bible, The Four Gospels, and The Acts of the Apostles by Sophia Institute Press. Michael, thanks for coming on this morning, brother. My pleasure. Enjoy. Yeah, God bless you. Pope Francis says, Christian charity is not simple philanthropy. He says this in his Sunday Angelus Address. Christian charity is more than just simple philanthropy, he said. Speaking from the window overlooking St. Peter's Square, he said, quote, Christian charity is not simple philanthropy, but on the one hand, it is looking at the other through the eyes of Jesus himself. And on the other hand, seeing Jesus in the face of the poor. The Apostles' Confession, quote, is provoked by Jesus himself who wishes to lead his disciples to take the decisive step in their relationship with him. He's quoting Peter's profession of faith there, as we just heard about in yesterday's gospel. Indeed, the entirety of Jesus' journey, Pope Francis says, with those who follow him, especially with the Twelve, is one of educating their faith, according, um, he said. And he went on to say, uh, quote, of course, Jesus, when he says, who do people say that I am? And the Holy Father suggested that to answer this question, this first question, the apostles seem to compete in reporting different opinions, perhaps sharing the view that Jesus of Nazareth was essentially a prophet. But when Jesus posed a second question to them, there appeared to be a moment of silence, the Pope said, as each one of those present is called to put themselves on the line, manifesting the reason why they follow Jesus. And we do too, friends. We put ourselves on the line by our faith today, manifesting in our lives, in the day that we live today, our faith in the living God. All those going back to school today, uh, all those parents, teachers, we're praying for you. Deacon Tony Valdez, would you give us your blessing? Heavenly Father, protector of all who hope in you, bless your people, keep them safe, defend them, Prepare them that free from sin and safe from the enemy, they may persevere always in your love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. I am John Leonetti, friends. Be confident in Christ's mercy 
and his love today. Here in this worn and weary land where many a dream has died Like a tree planted by the water we never will run dry So living water flowing through God we thirst for more of you Fill our hearts and flood our souls with one desire just to know you and to make you known, we lift your name on high. Shine like the sun, make darkness run and hide. We know we were made for so much more than is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. 